Welcome to our podcast, Daycare for 20-Year-Olds. I am Sepper, and with me is Anshul and Petrel. In this podcast, we talk about navigating through life in our 20s and talk about our shared experiences and perspectives. Here are three dumbasses who are recent <laughs> grads of U of A, where we've struggled quite a bit in 2020, uh, not just in graduating sense, but just because there's been a huge change in our lifestyle and things we've had to adapt to. Uh, we're just here to discuss that today in today's episode. And yeah, Patril, do you want to go ahead and say what you would like to address first, like you did last time? I guess first, I I think about 2020 is how hard it was to actually get a job for mm-hmm. graduate. Just because everyone who seems like graduated in 2019, 2018, yeah, they struggled. But 2020 was just a tsunami that Yo. came out as in the face graduated 2019 and i could tell you it was still shit but i <laughs> realized 2020 was shittier but yeah go on yeah i definitely didn't know anyone who got a job before october november even if they did um a lot of the position was canceled and especially like for me i was lucky enough to find a job in october but it was just so weird going into the office and just grab your laptop and come back home and like you don't get to meet your co-workers you don't get to meet your managers mm-hmm. the next thing you know you're on zoom you know? yeah it's just so weird yeah like angel said too even though she's graduated for a year now or two but like uh people have been laid off it's been hard for everyone yeah, sure. yeah um so yeah yeah another thing was um my mom also got laid off during this COVID um but good thing is um she got a really good severance pay so that's Mm -hmm. a good thing um so yeah so she's kind of like retired but like not really (laughs) (laughs) it's like unexpected retirement um yeah (laughs) my crisis was uh so I have a washer, right? You have a sh- oh, you have a bidet? Yeah, bidet. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. You know, I go through like a t- one toilet paper roll per day if I don't have that. Otherwise, I go through an entire 40 pack within a semester, more. So maybe five months. Oh my gosh. So okay. It's a, it's a world difference, right? So I was, um, when I first went to Newton Place in August, my parents had visited Edmonton or helping me set up because that's when I first moved into the apartment last year. And Mm -hmm. they bought me a 40-pack, right? No, two 40-packs. And that lasted me all the way until the next time I saw them. And that was around July. But I was running out near the end, and I was, like, panicking. (laughs) This is my (laughs) struggle for children. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Is that your bidet? No, no, that's my water. My bad. That's my... But that was very well-timed for myself, I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) i remember when toilet paper was was running out my friend was calling me um like when i was in red so this is back in early february or like late march or something 
And then at the time, I don't think anybody really take the virus really seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone was like, Petrol, have you like stock up on food? I'm like, why do I need to do that? And they're like, because, you know, virus. I'm like, I don't think it's here yet. Like, let's be honest. I don't think U of A is ever going to shut down because for Christ's sake, we, we never shut down. We don't want to shut down with yeah, negative of course. degrees. Yeah. And then, um, and then like my friend called me and then she was like, I'm buying toilet paper right now. Do you want some? I'm like, <laughs> why is this a thing? <laughs> I just, I, it was just such a shock. And she was like, no, like you can't get anything. So if you want some, just like you have to get it right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. It felt like the world was ending when I went to the, um, superstore eventually i saw those Mm -hmm. like i couldn't even buy beans i couldn't i bought a i don't know i bought like a a a gallon of water i never used it by the way but i I had a store (laughs) just in case (laughs) dude oh man i still remember like in the first like two months of covid um we did not go to a grocery store like i remember going with my mom and feeling like i was walking in a bomb shelter like literally (laughs) And then I meet my friends. So I was like at Safeway. And then I met a friend from high school and she works as a cashier. has been working there for like ever. Right. So I was talking to her and this is like, again, you know, peak COVID time. So I was like, oh, hey, how's it going? You know, what have you been up to? She's like, oh, yeah, I'm a nursing student. I'm also like, you know, doing this thing. So it's like, oh, wow. Like you work in nursing and you work in a grocery store. Like both of these things are like, you know, pretty high impact for like COVID. And she's Mm -hmm. scanning my items. She has my like stuff in her hands and she's like, yeah, but I got it. I was like, yo, what? She's like, yeah, I had COVID. I'm like, drop my things right now. But <laughs> <laughs> oh she's, God, like, that's so she's like, no, like I had it like a month ago. I was like, you good? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I kind of freaked out. She's like, yo, just chill. No one here at Safeway knows that I had it. I'm like, well, tell your coworkers. You know, because that's like the biggest, um, what's it called? So she, so she still went to work while she had COVID. She probably got it like a month ago. I think like she's a nursing kid so i think she was being like careful and stuff like that um but yeah like that kind of freaked me the hell out and then she's like i'm like oh how did you get covid she's like well my mom got it from a grocery store and i was just like bro i'm never (laughs) stepping foot into another store ever again but that's changed ever since then to be fair everyone was so freaked out in the beginning Mm -hmm. that's true kind of like in the mid may to june ish people kind of start chilling down oh yeah so. that's, exactly <laughs> that's true i went from like yeah. kind of like and <laughs> you know like pretending like wanting to have sex after marriage to just sleeping around with everyone it's kind of like that <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a perfect analogy no man I, like, I, didn't, I didn't leave my room for 33 days at one point like 30 oh my oh, god gosh. i remember <laughs> I remember when I was talking to you and you're just like, yo, I haven't seen nobody. And then, oh, the first day I came out, I don't know if you've seen like movies like, uh, I think it's The Mist or The Fog. I don't know. But like when you eventually come out, the sun's like shining in your eyes and you're holding your hand up, you know, trying to, because <laughs> it's too bright. That was me. That was literally me. I felt like I was in a movie with an apocalypse. Like, That's insane. Yeah. Yo, but how was oh, my- that? for you like 33 days without any human contact well you have zoom and stuff but still yeah so half of it was because of my finals the other half was i don't actually it was mostly because of my finals and then like take home exams and everything like that and i had a 
I have not owned a PS4 or PS3. <laughs> so I discovered that if you pay $13 per month, you get to play all these games I always wanted to play. So these games were on my bucket list, games from 2013 I had never played. So yeah, it was uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Spider-Man, and Last of Us. I just binged the hell out of these games and worked on my finals. And that's it. That was I'm working out. Those three were just what I did every day. Yeah. Um, I did take out the trash a couple of times. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> and I got dominoes maybe two, three times. But that was it. That was like just going downstairs by the door. Funny story is Subway had closed for renovation right under oh, my Oh, no apartment. way. I'm not kidding when I say it's right under my apartment, right? Yeah. Uh, literally yeah. five-second walk as soon as you leave my apartment. I didn't know they had opened up. So I was ordering Skip the Dishes Subway. So imagine you're, you're this guy, right? You get an order at near university to pick up Subway. You drive to the location, pick up the food, <laughs> you walk out the door, and you call me. And I come down and grab it. <laughs> 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 that was the situation. <laughs> like, I, I can't explain it. I, I don't know. Like, if people did, if people don't know Newton Place, listen to this broadcast, they don't understand how... I can't exaggerate how close this building is. This guy just walks in, grabs my food, walks out, and gives a call. And I'm in like two second walk is to the door where I come out. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, it was it was life changing. Honestly, those thirty three days really changed me. Well, to be honest, I feel like that's around the time when you got like super buff. Like it was uh, one of the best times for your chest. No, actually, that's when I lost everything. I So I worked out January all the way until then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then COVID hit. And I started yeah. to work, work out. Actually, yeah. So I think I left my apartment around May. But then, I don't know. It wasn't during the 33 days that the pandemic really got to me. It was right after that when I went out a little bit. And then I got mm-hmm. to me. And that's when... I stopped working out for a month and I lost all my gains. <laughs> oh my God. And then I went back into it and I guess muscle memory and everything, I gained it quickly back. And that's when I started getting really buff. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, you know what I am so proud of you guys about is that you guys still work out for <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Like I remember I went to the gym like back in March in the beginning of March. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then afterwards when they shut down, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna be a potato forever. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I should probably pick up. Yeah. But then at the same time, I don't really want to go to the gym. I'm just scared to go to the gym. That's just fair. because the gym that I went to actually had like a positive case. Oh. And I was like, I'm oh, not doing shit. this. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this crap. <laughs> so I went to climbing for like a bit yeah and then afterwards when the cases went okay i went to climbing and then afterwards i was like i should probably cancel my climbing membership because i'm going to vancouver for like a week mm-hmm. that month <clears throat> so i canceled it and then i went to vancouver for a week and i came back and i pretty much just did hiking during the summer and then when september came i was like okay i'm gonna start going to gym which I did. Yeah. And then when the second wave came, I was like, all right, 
shut down. I'm not doing anything again. I'm going to be a potato. <laughs> so I haven't worked out, like actually, actually worked out. But you've been on, on a lot of hikes, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I try to I try to stay fit, right? So like I try to work out at home. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you guys, but it just doesn't feel the same. Yeah. I, I guess it's just like it doesn't feel like you're hiking away. Yeah. That's fair. But well, yeah. So I I've been just potatoing. I'm pretty sure COVID nineteen is just like you gained nineteen. <laughs> yeah. It's freshman nineteen. For the first time, yeah. like I was like, I live in Calgary. Like all these mountains are so close. You know, there's actually some value that I can get out of this. Yeah, so I kind you've of felt been like, for like twenty years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and you kind of feel like you're a bit of a tourist in your own town. Like like uh-huh. even in Canada, like I went to BC, like finally saw Vancouver um, ever since I moved to Canada. And I would have never done that if I wasn't like if it wasn't COVID. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, yeah, for sure. But I feel like COVID made me realize I actually appreciate the mountain a lot more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because like growing up in Calgary, you're so sick of it. Mm-hmm. Your parents take you there. That's true. Like every other week type of thing. Right? Yeah. And then, like, Banff is such a beautiful place, and then you never realize how beautiful it is until you move away. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's, like, hyping about going to the mountains and, like, seeing the waters. And I, I just never understood that mm-hmm. until COVID hit. And I'm like, okay, I should probably try all these mountains since I have the chance. So I pretty much went out twice a week. Oh, wow. I was unemployed at the time, and I just <laughs> went hiking twice a week. Yeah. Because I had nothing to do. And then I was like... For me, it was more like a bucket list check yeah. more oh, yeah. than like seeing the view. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So you're telling me you never hiked before this um, summer? Oh, yeah, I definitely Oh, okay, hiked, that makes sense. But then I, I didn't I did enjoy it as much. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, it's just trees, mountain, water. Same shit. <laughs> like, what's, what, like rocks. Yeah. And you walk. Like, what's, what's so good about it, you know? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Know, um... <laughs> And when I was yeah. a kid, and my dad would take me like I don't know Whistler, and he'd be like, "Look, it's so beautiful." I di- I literally told them this, not word for word, obviously it's translated, but I remember telling him that I see this in my video game. Why am I here? <laughs> yeah, this, this is the kind of guy I. <laughs> That's the saddest thing to hear from your kid, and you live in British Columbia. Well, to be honest, when you like grow up at some place, you really don't appreciate. That's it. very true. You really don't. Well, but, separate from someone like, because you lived and you grew up in Vancouver, essentially. That's like one of the most yeah. beautiful cities in Canada. And you had all these lakes and mountains at your disposal. So when you finally moved away to Edmonton for uni, that's like basically flatlands. It's the most boring city visually. Like, did you ever miss the mountains? Or was it until COVID when you're like, oh, wow, I actually miss this place? No, man, I, I completely transformed when I came to university. Uh, again, I was the kind of guy who would be playing games in the car and going to Whistler. I barely even know what it looks like, <laughs> even though I've been oh my God. 1999. Yeah, so yeah, university completely changed me. I started going outdoors. The first time I went really, like, outdoors was with Samer, um, and I had just picked up my photography gear by then. That was the first time mm-hmm. in uh, 2017 reading week in fall. And after that, slowly I started changing. And then uh, I would always want to see like Bath, Lake Louise uh, during the summer and spring. So when COVID hit, it was a perfect opportunity. So no, I haven't 
I've I've seen Alberta way more than I've seen Vancouver. Although I have been going on a few hikes recently, but yeah, yeah. So no, uh, even though I've been here for so long, I feel like a tourist in Vancouver, and I've seen Alberta way more. Oh wow! Yeah, that's insane. Well, Ancho, because you're from Calgary, yeah. Um, did you get this feeling that like when you moved to Edmonton, you really miss the mountains? I did. And I never used to care about them. Like, okay, I liked them. Like, there was a phase in my life where I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. And then I used to have cousins, like, say, either from the United States or, like, India come and visit. And we would do the stereotypical thing of, like, let's go to Banff. And then you go to that band mm-hmm. and all brown people, we take pictures. Like, if I show you my album with my family, you'll just see, like, five years of just mm-hmm. us posing by Banff. And like, I started to hate it by the end. Everyone's like, Banff, Banff, Banff. I hated that. But when I moved to like um, yeah Edmonton right U of A, when I would come back like one of the things I really used to miss about Calgary is like from my house, is, um, if the day is clear enough, you see mountains from your own house. Wow. You know. Yeah. And I for right? sure. And I missed yeah. that. I was like, oh my god, this is. It kind of makes you feel a little bit more grounded. It makes you feel like oh, you're actually living in a beautiful place and you're lucky to be here. So. Yeah, but yeah, but it wasn't a huge thing. Um, but yeah, I think COVID is one of the f- times that I was like, you know what? It's close enough to me. I can drive myself to things now. So let's just take more of an advantage over it. Mm-hmm. I'd like to add to that. Um, so your question was regarding mountains, but I can say that, you know how campus is very beautiful over summertime and springtime? Mm-hmm. Vancouver, mm-hmm. or at least where I'm living, is like that everywhere. So when you're driving, it's like, driving to the driving through an equivalent beauty of the on campus and I started to appreciate that after going to Edmonton and coming back to Vancouver for breaks okay can we talk about covert relationship I don't know about you guys but I have a lot of friends who've been in like a covert relationship this year it was the weirdest thing I remember like back in March I would be like, yo, you want to Zoom? Because that's all we do, did, like, back in the <laughs> yeah. day. And they were like, oh, I can't. I'm on a Zoom day. What? Like, did you guys think it was weird that, like, during COVID, you can't really meet other people? And then, like, when you do go on date, you go on those Zoom date. And then, like, when you do meet people, you end up, like, dating someone that you don't usually see. Yeah. Like, it's just so weird. I, I, I still know, like, a couple of friends is just, like, I know he's not your type, but like you're seeing him. Is it because you're bored or is it because you actually like him? You know? It's doomsday dating, man. It makes you feel like I'm never gonna find someone, might as well find someone now. You can COVID. You're just like, yeah, might as well. Yeah, we have more no- <laughs> Yeah, we have nothing in common, but you have a COVID negative test, and so do I. Yeah. <laughs> so let's make each other our households. It's worse than STDs, COVID. It's almost COVID <laughs> safe. You'll take what you can get. <laughs> that's true <laughs> that is very true oh my gosh so i went on a date with this one korean dude yeah. okay and it was really funny because we had nothing in common like nothing when i was talking to him online i was like okay this guy is definitely like a romantic type and i'm very much not like mm-hmm. that and then the only thing i asked him is like are you COVID-19 <laughs> free? and he's like yes and i'm like okay i don't I'll pick you up tomorrow. I don't, I don't trust you. Send me your Alberta Health Services card. Dude, actually wouldn't even see me, a oh friend, <laughs> until I got tested. Yo, that's true. But, like, I had to be more cautious with, like, family yeah, and everything. Yeah. But no, yeah, going just, back to yeah. that, 
yeah that's yeah anyways but going back to that i don't understand the point of dating in covid like very honestly it's yeah i guess but i just i don't i feel like people are just like lonely yeah yeah you get why i mean that's true and especially like obviously like i went through a breakup like back in mm-hmm. january and then to me i was just like okay it's time to get back out there yeah but i can't really meet everybody because covid that's true so i'm going to go on a hinge i'm going to see who i can talk to try this like dating thing out a bit but you also have to be careful so i got to ask them if they're you know covid free <laughs> <laughs> which is such a weird question to bring up too. that's true but then when they are covid free and then you meet so- up with them and you're like talking to them and then you're like okay i normally i wouldn't go for people like you you're nothing like me <laughs> but because i guess you're safe and i'm open yeah. to people so we, i guess we can go on to a second day as well it's the weirdest thing i tried i tried it for uh-huh. like two months i was like not my thing not my so, job gtfo yeah so all the people that you've dated in the past are these people that you met in real life or through dating apps Like obviously before that before okay this is really weird before 2020 I've never even used a dating yeah. app. Yeah. And then when 2020 hit I'm like okay time to hop on that dating app <laughs> <laughs> because I was really bored unemployed at home who am I going to talk to I want to meet new mm-hmm. people so I start using the dating app You also become weird. a cat mom right It's just weird <laughs> Yeah I also got my cat mm-hmm. during covid So at least someone's getting pussy yeah. but yeah anyways <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> But I don't know about you guys. I just have a lot of friends who start seeing people during COVID and then I'm just like I meet the person and I'm like you wouldn't go for this type of person ever if it wasn't for COVID. It's a, it's a weird thing mm-hmm. like you kind of find your new hobby, I guess, and you find your new interest during COVID. Yeah. Just dating apps though. Like there's an app called We3. I tried it. I went out with mm-hmm. uh, these two girls. They were they were fun. We hung out. We separate. You should probably mention what is that. <laughs> that is such a good point. Everyone on this podcast is like, damn, that guy pulls. Yeah. What What is not enough? <laughs> no, it's an app where you just uh, you match with two other. You do a bunch of personality. You answer a bunch of personality questions, and it matches you with a few people, and it's groups of three. Um, yeah, I, I talked to a couple of groups, and it wouldn't click. But this one group, it clicked, and then I met people I don't think I would ever meet in in person. For example, one person is in the mm-hmm. food industry, and then one other is uh, in the film industry. And, and know, sorry, like, what I think I would industry? Ever meet people in film industry. So okay, sorry. Yeah, it was very fun. We we went to um, a bar and played Uno and just you know talked for like three hours, and yeah, we chat once in a while through Instagram. But yeah, what I'm trying to say is mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be dating. But people just it's just how how are you going to meet people, right? It's a little harder now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's definitely a lot harder because when when I think about 2020, I'm like, who did I miss? like no one mm-hmm. yeah. yeah a lot of my friends are still the friends that I'm meeting 2019 yeah because when you grow up like every year you meet new people every year you do like new things and then mm-hmm. you meet like bunch of different people but 2020 kind of just paused 
you know? Yeah. Like when I think about like my memories and everything, it's always like back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Agreed. I'm just saying, I feel yeah. like we've improved our relationships with people who we don't normally text because I've started to talk to people all across the world more. Um, normally, I'm not good at this. Mm-hmm. I text. I usually talk to people in my vicinity, but like now I've been Zoom calling people from, you know, in Europe and other places in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I was gonna for sure. I was gonna say I'm gonna piggyback off the point you made. Actually, both of the points. So, for me, like one of the things I genuinely enjoy is again, you know, meeting a lot of new people. So when I moved to Calgary last year after graduating. Um, I just didn't want to be like stuck to my high school group of friends. So I wanted to like try meeting new people. So I tried uh, meetups. Um, so mm-hmm. people of the same interests as me, you know, music, fitness and stuff like that. And I did like, you know, go through a lot of interesting events and did meet quite a few people. And that was kind of interesting. So now again, so like in 2020, again, you can't do any of the meetups because imagine going to a group of like say 10 people, like it's terrifying now meeting 10 strangers where you have no idea of their medical histories, right? Mm-hmm. But so again, what I realized is that while I'm not forming new relationships, I'm forming deeper relationships with the people that I already have one with, if that makes sense. So yeah. like all my friends and everything that are right now based out of Edmonton, um, right we like for example separate you and i talk way more and we have a much more solidified relationships than than we did before covid and i've seen that with a couple of my other friends too Mm -hmm. right like one of my buddy he moved to vancouver like two years ago and then right when covid started he hit me a like he gave me a call randomly and usually don't really get random phone calls right i was like yo what's up are you okay he's like well i was stuck in quarantine and you were stuck in quarantine so i thought i'll just catch up with you and i was like oh that's beautiful right so that's so i don't really think it's entirely that bad like even this entire group of friends like i don't think patrol you and i would have talked if it wasn't for covid because we'll be like trying to do another thing try meeting people in real life so it's a bit of a mixed bag for sure definitely i feel like supper and i would definitely start talking yeah yeah you and patrol Mm -hmm. i we didn't really talk before covid and right now I have like a really good group of friends honestly I haven't talked to them there are two people that I haven't talked to since high school Mm -hmm. and then there's one person who's from U of A and I talked to him back in like first year and we never talked again we pretty much just said hi introduced ourselves never talked again Mm -hmm. just because those people are like I would say we're like kind of different uh if if it wasn't for COVID like we would definitely have Mm -hmm. like different interests yeah but because of COVID I think it brought us together because there's only so much things that you can do Mm -hmm. right and definitely like I I think I become super close with that group of people yeah and also become closer with Mm -hmm. you guys yeah if it wasn't for COVID I don't think I would really talk to a lot of people that I talk to right now that's true and you know what this made me realize yeah. Like the desire of like human beings to form connections with people despite the circumstances. Because if you look in modern history, right, we've had plagues in the past, but this is one of the first times that we have been forced to stay away from each other for this long. You know, like we haven't had a plague like this since a century, mm-hmm. essentially, right? So this is entirely new for all mm-hmm. of us, but we're still finding ways to like, connect with each other, and that's beautiful. Like, you can still form genuinely good friendships over text or Zoom or whatever. 
Like people are trying to like tomorrow I have a birthday party that's online on Zoom. So it still blows my mind away my mind away how much we like to connect and we're capable of that connection. I am just glad that this pandemic happened when there is internet. Yeah, that's true. Can you imagine when there's if there's no internet and we can't really see each other? Yeah. I would go crazy. I would absolutely go crazy. I will yeah, in Canada. No that's job, true. Yeah. Like, and it's cold. Oh man. <laughs> and back in the day people are getting jobs by physically going into offices and dropping off resumes. Imagine doing that now and you get kicked out. Yeah. Honestly, humanity would take a huge blow. No, you can't even go into the office. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Humanity take a huge blow because we can't work, and you know, information would to to cure COVID would be really much more difficult without internet. Uh, like imagine being like mm-hmm. the prime minister. Like we, there's no online meetings, and it'll just be it'll be a disaster. Honestly, imagine. Okay, no, no. Worse than no internet, betrayal is if this happened during 2012, where the Mayan calendar predicted that the world would end oh yeah i would oh honestly goodness. i That's would a really good I point know what i wouldn't even know what i would believe at that point like even me who didn't believe in 2012 a lot of people didn't right but you might start mm-hmm. questioning it <laughs> yeah for sure for sure this is this is definitely i feel like this year is not just covid i don't know about uh, did you guys watch a netflix show uh, documentary that was released uh, recently. Death to 22. The review of 20. <laughs> yeah, I love Is that it. considered a documentary? Yes. Oh my gosh. It's, it's fake. Yes. It's, I feel. So I watched the beginning. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, go I ahead. was going to say it's like a mockumentary. It's not yeah, like okay, factual. Better. But yeah, sorry. I, yeah, I interrupted you. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I just, I so I was watching it the other night and I just realized how much I forgot about 2020. The, I think in the beginning, there was the impeachment. And I'm like, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. But that was literally the topic of three months. And then there was like people destroying the statue. Completely forgot about that. That went out of my freaking eyesight. And then Australian wildfire. That was just, what happened to that? I don't <laughs> even know. So there's so much things that happened in 2020 that I completely forgot. I only know COVID happened, and that's the only thing that I know until someone remind me there are other mm-hmm. big events as yeah, well. Yeah, every time I try to list them, I always miss all, <laughs> yeah. like, I miss a bunch of events that happen. You just can't. It's too many things. What a legendary time. That's why I keep on telling myself. I'm going to tell my kids one day, be like, back in the days, going but, outside was illegal. But, but yeah. you feel like you've grown from this at all? Definitely hit the port of life crisis. Yeah, but that was inevitable that. for 2020. <laughs> But what does that <laughs> what does that mean to you? But I feel I definitely I feel like for me, because I'm such a like an extroverted person, mm-hmm. I need to be outside. So back when it was like April, I legit told my mom, I'm like, Mom, I know how the tiger <laughs> of the zoo feels like. Just trapped. And that's when trapped in the cage. <laughs> and then it was like, for me, it was like every single aspect of my life. It was like, personally, I wasn't sure what I was doing anymore. I was just like, okay, I'm graduating to get a job, but then I can't find a job. But then you had an internship, it was not right? because of me. Is it because of me or is it because of COVID? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, um, yeah, I had like two internships before. So like, so for me, I was like, okay, I'm, I was so confident. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a job, like no problem. But then it became like, 
okay, is it because of me that I like, is it because of my ability or like my experience yeah. that I couldn't find a job or is it because of COVID? It be, like, it became kind of mm -hmm. like a self-questioning <laughs> thing. And then for me, it was like also moving back home after living by yourself for six yeah. years. So I had to pretty much like learn how oh, to Oh yeah, and everyone's home <laughs> all the time. It's Nice. Yeah, I had to pretty much learn how to communicate with my parents, live with my parents. It was like, like April, May, my mom and I would have to fight every single day. I'm just like, why don't you clean the dishes? And she's like, why can't you clean the dishes? It's like, we're roommates. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of realized that your parents are not, you know, they're not like authority. They're kind of just a human being. Ooh. And then you got to treat them as a human being. You know, like, Actually, that's some scary. deep type of thing. I, I like, <laughs> Oh yeah, say that again. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> also, romantically, I was very confused just because I was like, okay, I just broke up with my ex, but then I also like someone in Australia, but then I can't go there. So, what do I do? Do I like meet new people, or do I like keep on like hanging onto this like long distance hope that <clears throat> um, I don't know when it's gonna start again? Mm -hmm. So for me, it's literally like every single aspect of my life. I was right. questioning. Yeah. I guess I'm still questioning, but then I'm just accepting the fact that like, you know, you're never going to be in control. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's something I learned. And you're not going to be in control. And that is totally fine. <laughs> and something's going to happen. But that's totally fine. As long as you have, I don't know, you have the right. essential need, you're good. fine. Yeah, that's what I learned. So <laughs> that's good going forward, right? I feel like you've grown and you're much stronger as a person. Than I'm just going to ask you, so say, I think Sepper may have asked this question already, but say in the absence of COVID, do you think you would not hit this quarter life crisis? I honestly don't think so. So are you grateful for it in any ways so. or what? I'm grateful as in like, um, it definitely helped me see a lot of mm -hmm. things. So, for example, like before COVID hit, I was like so confident um, in my ability. I was like, I don't think I'm going to have trouble finding a mm -hmm. job, but definitely I did, yeah. right? So if COVID, and I didn't really understand what other people were going through when they're like struggling to like find, mm -hmm. like start a career. I didn't really understand mm -hmm. that just because I was lucky in love enough in my life that like I was just, you know, like starting my internship was really smooth. Like finding a job during the summer was really mm -hmm. smooth. So like, I didn't really understand what other people was going through when they say they're like struggling. Mm -hmm. So that definitely, definitely okay, like yeah. opened my eyes a lot yeah. more. Yeah. And also I learned to just, you know, live uh, by myself and not like I don't have to go like out every single <laughs> after your um yeah I think you're just you learn more about yourself because you have mm -hmm. a lot more time to reflect that is very true um, that's something I want yeah. to add to um reflect right a lot of us our generation I feel like are afraid to be with their own thoughts we're always consumed by an activity or social media or scrolling through instagram seeing memes you know it, i think COVID has forced us to actually just 
have a moment of silence. We've had, we've been forced to essentially be comfortable within our own skin and have these thoughts mm -hmm. and really look into ourselves, not be distracted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking about this quite a bit actually recently. And I was thinking about the idea of how time feels in moments when we're actually living through a moment entirely versus when it's just passing us by. And one of the things, because, you know, sometimes you end up having a lot of experiences and you keep on having experiences, but you never really have time to sit down and reflect. Mm -hmm. So say, for example, Patrell, um, seems like right before COVID hit, you did a, an exchange, you graduated, say there isn't any COVID or any of that right now. You, you know, you lived in the Netherlands for a while, you just graduated from university and now you're working at a different job again. So it seems like your life would just be an experience after another. And same thing for you, separate, right? Yeah. Um, like you also went through a massive breakup. I hope that's okay. We can cut this part yeah, out, but that, cool. and then you're graduating and say you find a job and stuff like that. So you keep on having these moments where life happens to you like you're not an active participant in life right you're just yeah. living it right but i feel mm -hmm. like life isn't really actually processed like you can't really take any of those lessons until you sit down and actually reflect on well what did this experience teach me did this make me a better person than i was like before it so that's one of the most beautiful things with covid right yeah, so sure. you're sitting down in your room quite often like you're yeah you're speaking to your family and everything even they're sick of it so you're in your room all the time and I'm finally, you're thinking about all the experiences you've had. And now I bet anyone that by the time COVID's done, you're going to look at your life with an entirely different perspective and, you know, take those learnings and things that you've been putting off forever and put them in action more. So time doesn't just really pass you by, but now you're actually making use of that time. Very beautifully. Put. Like personally for me, I was a massive, mm -hmm. yeah. Like I procrastinated with everything. Like, you know, I was always the kind of person who lived in the future. So I was like, I have to work on this. I'll work on it next week. Um, you know, this dream of mine, like I really want to go and travel. I'll do this next year. But right now in COVID, when you feel like life isn't mm -hmm. really like guaranteed, you know, like there's a good chance any one of us could get COVID and we could be one of those um, weird statistics of a 20 year old dying from it. Right. Mm -hmm. So you don't genuinely know that you have the next 5, mm -hmm. 10, 20, 30, 40 years of life. So the only thing you genuinely have is right now. Yeah, for sure. And that's the, one of the biggest yeah. insights that COVID's given me. And I'm grateful to it for like, and the best time to do everything. I feel like we're finding ourselves. And, I know see, people who picked up instruments. I know people who, I don't know, start learning, start reading when they don't usually read or et cetera, et cetera, right? I start gaming when I don't usually game. <laughs> That's the one thing I don't support. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest catchphrase, like to summarize my thoughts, I've come up with is why not? I'm looking at like this idea of like, I was telling Sepper, I'm really looking into the idea of going on a yoga retreat in January or February. And oh, like, wow. I'm trying to find a place right now, something that's like affordable and everything. And before COVID, I'll be like, why the hell am I going? Like, I can't take time off work or any of that. Right now, I'm like, well, why not? Like, wh what else are you doing? <laughs> so 2020 was honestly life-changing. Like, I would not change this year for the world. I, it's still happening, right? Not, I mean, like, I feel like it's part, still part of 2020. But essentially, I was prepared for isolation because of my breakup and everything. And 
uh, shake between my friend group and just trying to find myself, trying to find out who I would want to be friends with. Essentially, everyone in that group, I, you know, like I started questioning and essentially I had to find myself. And for some time, I even uh, deleted Facebook. I deleted Messenger. I told people to text me the ones that really mattered. And I went off social media in February and I just focused on my grades, on my health. And then started to, people started to come towards me, like Angel texting me once. I, when I installed Messenger again, I started to get back into social media and Angel came to me. And that's when we started to really grow as friends. And I, I, learned, I started to learn who my, the quality friends, right? So quantity decreased and quality increased. And when COVID happened, mm-hmm. I was already prepared and I was already in that mindset where I was already focusing on people who mattered because of what had happened to me. But it, but it also, it still hit me. COVID still hit me where I didn't see a single person for 33 days that I knew. Of course, one of my friends would bring me like uh, cake a few times or like, yeah, she would just like bake me some things. But other than that, I wouldn't see anyone. And like you guys had your parents right? you guys were with your families uh, <laughs> met with some people. but I actually did not see a single person for mm-hmm. three days and I was alone in this little bachelor's apartment right and just like rotting away <laughs> and that really shook <laughs> me down to the core like, I feel like I hit my lowest on my life I've ever been there by far in July and after that it all mm-hmm. it's all been uphill um i feel like i found my hobbies i found myself mm-hmm. i uh, i've been in the greatest shape i've ever been and i bonded like with my sister with my family because of covid she should i feel I, like it's a little sad how she couldn't go into residence for ubc her first year engineering but at the same time there's pros and cons right the pro is that she did ubc through zoom and i got to help her and we bonded we we hang out a lot so 2020 has been it, it brought me down to my lowest but after that it, it's been my highest it's incredible i i don't know where mm-hmm. i would be without 2020. I, I really do resonate with that just because i felt mm-hmm. like i hit my rock bottom mm-hmm. in 2020 as well and then yeah but then if it wasn't for 2020 i don't think i would be where I am right now I'm pretty I would say I'm pretty mm-hmm. satisfied with my life right now yeah, 2020 so yeah. yeah go ahead so moving forward do you guys see because okay just like say our small sample size of friends like every one of us has learned some things but I can imagine most of the people have mm-hmm. right do you guys think moving forward when we're like everything is open again we're um, communicating with society normally again do you guys think anything would change monumentally? Personally, like I would, I used to be someone who would consistently, constantly have to organize events to, uh, you know, like see people to deal with my stress, deal like just so I can deal with my mental health. That's how I would recharge, right? Uh, when mm-hmm. COVID hit, I really had to be by myself. Of course, there's 33 days, but there was more than after, right? It's just, it wasn't in a, in a row. But yeah, so I can be by myself. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I actually love being at home. When people are like, let's go out. I'm like, I don't know. Do I want to? <laughs> um, I, <laughs> yeah. I absolutely love being alone. I, um, but 
I feel like I'm a hybrid of an extrovert and an extrovert at this point. And I think it's really awesome that it's both worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, I also learned to, I think I'm going to appreciate the gym once I go. I haven't been into gym since March, I think. I, I just, I've been mm-hmm. working out since March at home. And I think I would appreciate the gym so much when I eventually go. Um, yeah. I've picked up new hobbies. So I don't know. I just um yeah i'm just looking forward to when everything opens again because all these things i've been looking forward to for more than a year at this point right well by then yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah well by then i think almost be, a year yeah but yeah essentially actually what about yeah. you yeah i'll say like in terms of me interacting with people um like again i love connecting with people and i am extroverted like i like to do things but one of the things about me is that because I have enough to do items on my own list that uh-huh. I can keep myself busy. Like even if I'm at home, like I'm consistently busy and doing things. So that's not like a huge thing because I'm finally doing some of the professional development stuff that I've been putting off since like forever, essentially. Right. Uh-huh. So but I realized because, again, my parents opened up the pizza store and like I do a lot of customer interaction. I've been kind of like practicing my skills with strangers through these customer interactions mm-hmm. and one of the things i'm noticing is that people are not used to like strangers having proper conversations with them like right now so oh. i've noticed people being nicer like extra mm-hmm. nicer so every time someone comes in like you know grabs a pizza or something and like i'm mm. just you know just just checking out their order or whatever and i can like have a random conversation with them and most people are happy to talk to me for like five to ten minutes as they wait for their pizza just because they're waiting like looking for that extra personal connection again yeah that's very good i love that yeah i love that i love those people and i'm so envious because i can't do that i just sat there yeah like and like the waiter talked to Mm -hmm. me and i'm way more willing to talk to him it is definitely actually have a good conversation joke around while he's serving us food I definitely agree. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm definitely loving that. Um, One of the things that I'm excited about as a society is the shift in work culture. Because I feel like we're going to have a lot more remote jobs come out or perhaps more like flexible bosses. Because, you know, for example, right Mm. now you go to work. So you go into an office and you go there for eight hours, but you technically only have like, say, four or five hours of work to do, right? right now in covid like one of the things i always do is Mm -hmm. like well i'm not going to be on my computer for eight hours i'm going to finish off my task in like three to four and then dick around the rest the rest of the time right like my boss is still getting what they want i'm just getting chill time Mm -hmm. so i feel like by the time covid ends most of the companies will realize that they don't have to be this anal about Mm -hmm. shit like this and we can work from home more flexibly so like yeah you could have an office space but i can imagine going to like say Hey, I want to go to Spain and work remotely for like two weeks, and that would be entirely okay. That's what I'm perceiving right now. I am excited about that too, because even just a couple of weeks ago, um, I was talking to my friend like, "Yo, want to do like a yeah. vacation in Vancouver? We'll just take our yeah. laptop and just go." And I think it's totally fine. Like people, they they're starting to like, especially the the people that I'm working with, the organization mm-hmm. that I'm working with right now. They're starting to hire people who are not in Calgary, right? Like you yeah. don't necessarily have to be here to work. Um, and then they also told me that because 
they've been growing so much during COVID that um, they don't have enough space for everybody to go back to the office mm-hmm. when the office is open. So <clears throat> I think it's going to be mm-hmm. a different time, yeah. a different era. And a lot of people are going to work remotely for sure. Um, and yeah, there's going to, I think there's going to be way more job opportunities because mm-hmm. you don't need the office work anymore. You don't need the office space. Um, and yeah, like I just, I think that there's going to be so many companies that do- doesn't even I have also like talk a about, exactly. area. Um, the healthcare industry, right? I don't know if that's what you call it, but uh, my mom's a nurse, right? And I feel like it's mm-hmm. going to change. They're going to be more ready for these sort of things. And it's going to be less reliant on manufacturing, let's say, masks from China. And it's just going to change mm-hmm. how the system works. I feel like they're going to be more ready for sort of sort of thing. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know too much about it, but I can definitely see that happening. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of like small local businesses popping up um just on masks and stuff and then one of my friends she actually started her own like mask company and um yeah she's just been like sewing masks at home and then like she has her own instagram store and she's been doing great yeah she's been doing great and it was if it wasn't for COVID, i don't think her little craft store would have been this successful um, just because right now, like mm-hmm. a lot of people are looking for masks. I just want to say, yeah, so COVID has definitely had its downs, yeah. but I think we all had our honestly like change in life. Yeah, we've really grown from this. Sure, there's no cons, thing. but I think the pros definitely outweigh the pro. Uh, yeah, for sure. So here's to the end of our episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed our story about our struggles in 2020. I think we all find ourselves in 2020 through the struggles that we've been through and we all had a positive experience out of it. Thank you very much for listening and we will see you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.